Well, the thing with uh, Paul Rose is she actually had it before in 2020 for the second one. <laughs> She's a double COVID person. She is a double COVID. Poor thing. I know, such bad luck. Stories from the pandemic. Hello, everyone. Welcome to COVID Roulette Stories from the Pandemic. My name's Tony Wilson. I'm hosting this podcast, and it's a show where we speak to the people of Darabin and the people of Yarra. And we ask them for their pandemic stories, find out a bit more about the virus, about the ways in which we've all been impacted, the inconveniences, the tragedies. And today, my special guest is a woman by the name of Trish Fradkin. I'm walking to her house now, and she's had an interesting story in the sense that there's been multiple hits from the virus. Her family's had it more than once. She's a photographer here in Fairfield, and I'm just rolling up to her door now. Hello. Hello. I'm Tony. <laughs> Hi, Trish. Come in. Thank you. <laughs> You've had it? I've had it. <laughs> <laughs> no, good. When did you have it? Uh, in January. Uh, can you introduce yourself? Yes. My name's Trish Fradkin. I live in Fairfield. I'm a mum and a photographer. <laughs> so, so tell us, what's, what's your COVID story? How did, how did it enter your lives? Well, in December, my son attended the Boxing Day test and he is double vaxxed, had a great time. And then a couple of days later, woke up not feeling well, having, he had a high temperature and a terrible headache. And we were like, uh-oh, here we go. He's not someone that goes down normally, like he's, we call him the enthusiast. He is very enthusiastic about life, doesn't like getting sick, even when he's sick, refuses to be sick, but he was down for the count. So we did a we had two rats, I think, in the house then. They were really hard to get at that time of the year. We did a rat and it was negative. And we were like, oh, phew, dodged a bullet. And then he was quite sick that day, high temperature, like in the 39s, 39.9. And then went to bed, woke up the next day, was much better. And then it was totally fine. So we were like, great. And then uh, the next day, it was New Year's Eve. And we ha- were having two families over for New Year's Eve. And we thought... We better do a rat just to double check because at that time there were like five, six hour waits to get PCRs. So we did a rat and we were just going about our business, la la la. And then I came back and it was fluorescent. It was one of the ones with the UV lights and it was fluorescent positive. And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> because we had been behaving for the past 48 hours like he hadn't had it. And now we realized that he had. And then slowly, one by one, two other members of the family went down. So, did he get worse? Did he... No, so he was probably sick for a day and a half, high temperature, headache, and then it was really just a little cold. He was playing soccer in the backyard, bored, when the rest of us were sick. So, when we got that positive rat test, we went and sat in a queue for five hours in our car to get a PCR, all four of us, with the positive sun, because we only have one car, and we didn't know what else to do. We had the windows down, but then when you get in the queue, they tell you to put the windows up, and we're like, oh, we're goners. Um, so we all had a PCR that day, but we didn't get the results for five days. So actually when that came back, I was positive then, although I didn't have any symptoms and Zach and my daughter and my husband weren't. 
The next day I woke up and I was like, oh, I do not feel well uh, on Newsday. And I tested positive with a rat that morning. And so I tried to isolate in our bedroom and just uh, I had the worst headache, really high temperature. I felt like I had a flu. I've had the flu twice before in my life and it, it really felt like that. I'm triple vax, so I had my third vax in December. That night at about two in the morning, I I had high temperature, I kind of woke up and I could hear something. I didn't know what it was and then I realised it was my daughter crying in the next room and she had a really high temperature, a headache and the next morning tested positive as well. So it was me and Rosie in the bedroom, in the double bed with like a flu symptoms. She was only 11, she couldn't get vaxxed at that point so she was unvaxxed and Zach then was bored playing footy out in the backyard my husband, completely fine, never got it. <laughs> he didn't get it but even when he sat in the car. <laughs> yeah, I know. Unbelievable. It's quite unfair, actually, that he managed to not get it. Uh, and Rosie and I did. I think, actually, I already had it then. So I must have got it from looking after Zach when he was first unwell. And then poor Rosie probably got it in the car. Uh, yeah. And so talk about Rosie's symptoms. What did, what did she experience? Was it any different to Zach and you? It, it was the same as me, quite different to Zach. So Zach rebounded really quickly. We put it down to him being double vaxxed because he was 13 at the time. Rosie for three days had a really high temperature, unwell. We were sort of lying in uh, the bed together with a laptop open with friends just playing and we would fall asleep and then wake up and watch a bit of an episode and then fall asleep, eat an icy pole, watch a bit of friends, fall asleep again and it was like that for a few days. But she did, I must say, she bounced back quicker than I did. When Once the high temperature went, um, she had a bit of a cold and then within seven days she was absolutely back to normal, fighting fit, fine. Yeah. And what about you? Did you have any lasting impacts? It took me quite a bit longer to get well. I, I reckon it was a month, six weeks um, till I was back to being me. It really felt like two step forwards, one step back. Like I think, okay, I'm back now, I'm back. And then I would just be exhausted, so exhausted. I had a, quite a big job in the middle of January over a weekend and by then I was like, I'm fine, I'm going to do it. And it was in the country and I drove to the country and it was fine and I did the job but in between bits and pieces I would just think to myself, oh my God, I feel like I'm dying, like I'm so exhausted I have no energy complete fatigue and then I just rally myself to be able to um, get through this particular job but it really it really um, knocked me around a bit and I also got a really weird rash that I didn't put the two together for quite a few weeks so I had this I just kept itching all the time itchy 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 it was driving me nuts on my legs and then after about three weeks, I was like, maybe this is related somehow. And I went to the GP and she's like, ah, yeah, that's related. She'd seen quite a lot of rashes for people after COVID, some of them bacterial, some of them like mine, eczema. And I've never had eczema in my life. So it's just your immune system going a bit crazy um, after having this virus. And I got some cream to put on it and it took a few weeks to settle down, but eventually it did. Thank goodness. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> and, and, and so are you now, is it is it in the past? Does it feel like it's in the past or has there been actual long-term changes as a result? No, I definitely feel like it's in the past now. I um, It wasn't a pleasant experience. I'm so grateful that I was triple vaccinated and just yay science. I'm so grateful for the all the people that worked so hard to develop that vaccine because I think 
if I hadn't have been triple vaxxed, how sick would I have become? Like I felt quite unwell, not hospital unwell, but unwell, yuck. And it did hang around for a few weeks. So I'm so grateful I was vaccinated and so grateful. It's definitely in the past for me, but I, I really feel for people that have long COVID. I think I had a tiny little glimpse into what that feels like and it is not nice at all. And with the vaccination, you said you were triple vaxxed uh, one month before you got it. I've actually heard that's the sweet spot. You couldn't be more I know. immune. It's kind of depressing <laughs> in a way. Like I think, you know, because uh, Mark, my husband and I were vaccin- triple vaccinated the same day and, you know, he didn't get it, was fighting fit through the whole thing. You know, it does make you think, wow, if I hadn't had that immunity from the vaccine, what would have happened to me? Would have I ended up in hospital? Yeah, so I'm so grateful that I was. Was any any stomach upset? We didn't get any tummy things. None of none of the three of us that had it. I know other kids that have got it, particularly kids that have got the vomit version, the poor things. But we didn't have any tummy upsets, and we didn't have any cough. For the three of us, it didn't go into our chest at all. So maybe that was you know also I'm grateful the vaccine stopped it from going to my chest. I do have a history of asthma with chest infections um, and have gone on steroids and stuff for asthma in the past so when COVID first hit actually that was my concern that I would need to think about asthma but we didn't have that at all so really just sore throat quite a sore throat headache high temperature fatigue. And what about your daughter how did she deal even mentally with having it was it was it at the point where enough people had it where she sort of was coping with the idea well the the thing with uh poor rosie is she actually had it before in 2020 so she had it in june 2020 where she didn't have barely any symptoms she had a tiny little cold and it came back uh as covid positive we went and got a test and a pcr test no rats then and at that time she was absolutely devastated she'd been with her best friend the day before she'd seen her little buddy from school who was a little preppy in the park and given her a hug we weren't in a lockdown at that point it was right before we went into that second big lockdown it was absolutely devastating that was the main impact for her was how she could have hurt other people and this time around we were so lucky we hadn't seen anyone and because Zach had been sick we cancelled something the day Zach got sick we were supposed to have a barbecue with friends cancelled that and then we double checked on New Year's Eve thankfully and found out that he had it Um, we would have made two other families sick that day so I think not having passed it on to anyone not that anyone can help it I'm not critical of anyone that does that (laughs) having not done that and it's just contained within your own family mentally it's much better for you in 2020 when I was ringing around everyone that we'd seen the week before and saying I'm so sorry but we've got a positive case I'm so sorry it was quite stressful and you're just trying to like let everyone know and make sure everybody's safe and back then no one was vaccinated it was a much more of an unknown and terrifying sort of thing the two experiences were very different and I guess the first one really toughened her up for the second one. <laughs> so she's a double COVID person. She is a double COVID, yeah. There's not many. I know, such bad luck. <laughs> and back then there was, she would have felt like none of her friends have had it. Yeah, have. that's right. Yep. Yeah. And we put several families into a lockdown and actually none of them got it. Looking back, I mean, who knows if it was a false positive. She only had the one test, so a no rat test. And if it was positive, obviously her viral load was very low. She had very minimal symptoms and none of us got it. No one else got it. It was a strange experience and it was much more a psychological thing than a physical thing in that time. Whereas this time around, it was 
the reverse, much more physical, less psychological. And was do you know where she got it in 2020? No. We kn- it was the last day of school, sort of a few days before she got sick and she was allowed to go to Station Street with her friends. That's We put it down to that. So we have no idea. No mm. idea. Well, Tisha, I think that's my question. Thank you. Great. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us again. COVID Roulette is an Alphington Community Centre project. It has been funded through the Victorian Government's Local Community Access Grants Program. My name's Tony Wilson and the series was conceived and produced by me alongside Leanne Coglin of the Alphington Community Centre, original music by David Brady, and artwork from Lee Arkapor. Big thank you to Trish Fradkin. She's a photographer. Look her up. Skylark.photography on Instagram. Skylarkphotography.com.au If you live in Yarra or Darabin and have got a COVID story you want to share with us, make contact through the email address in the notes. And remember when it comes to this game of COVID roulette, don't bet on red or black. The only square you want to be on is vaccinated. See you next time.